Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. That's right. We have a sponsor for this one. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash cashing in for your free audiobook download. The only audiobook I've ever listened to is The Dark Tower by Stephen King. And I did it on a cross-country trip and kind of lost my mind out there for a while. About 200 miles, I was convinced someone in an AMC pacer was plotting to kill me. So be careful with that one. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash cashing in. Check it out. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cashing In. I, uh, I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm a little depressed right now. This is a dark day for the show. Um, as many of you are aware, uh, I've experienced some difficulty uh, in finding guests to interview uh, over the last few months. And today, I, well, I was unable to book a celebrity for the show. And uh, as a result, I'll be interviewing myself. I'll be honest, I, I, I fear this is my final broadcast. So, well, here we go. Deshai uh, Shai. Custom fit. I never thought I'd have to do this alone. Triple banger. Lightning, lightning round. What, what the? Who the? What the? Uh, Cash. TJ Miller. Yes. What, listen to me. What, listen. I, a Matt, little, you, a little birdie. A little birdie told me. Oh my god. That uh, you couldn't get anybody, and so I just oh came by. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, Matt, no, don't email apologize. me. I'm sorry. You're my favorite guest, Matt. Thank you. I. Oh my god! I, I was just, and yeah. I mean, obviously, if you just want to do it yourself, no, that's no. Totally I, I fine, really, I love I, having you on the show. I, yeah, I, I'll be honest. After all these months, I, sometimes it even feels like it's your show too. I mean, it's it's. I it's, don't don't say that. I don't well, know. I mean, it's not, but but it, yeah, but, know, it, but it, it, it almost feels like. But it's a great sentiment. And oh so, my yeah, god! I would love to do it. Thank I don't you know. for coming in. Well, I, I had for, no idea. I figured if you wouldn't have me on the show, I could at least get a vegetarian burrito from Seven Eleven downstairs. <laughs> Is that what you were doing in the? Well, for to me, it was one or the other. <laughs> but never both. Oh my! That's what God. I've always said. Well, so Cash, 
Thank you. I, Let's do it. Triple. Thank you. I feel like you're a tr- I feel like you're a true friend. I, I just uh, to t- go out of your way like this for me, it just means a lot to me. T- I mean, I, I I I wanted a vegetarian burrito from Seven. Well, you know what? So you know you- what? You know what I want to say to you. What? Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, question one. Question one. 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 <laughs> More legitimate place to get married: IHOP or Church's Fried Chicken? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think you've got to, you know, I would probably do it for me myself. I would do it at church's chicken. Cause I, although IHOP does usually, you know, the ones that are shaped like the church, you know, the sloped, the sloped roofed ones. Yeah. You yeah. The reception there. You think, but in, I think that people would, there's more food options at IHOP. So that'd be better for the rehearsal. What you're dinner. saying really, I think is that you're a little <laughs> bit more, uh, religious. That's what you're saying. No, I just think I think Church's Chicken is a funnier place to get. That's the more religious choice too. It isn't though, just because it says church in it. Yeah, that makes it more religious. You're right about that, but I didn't even think about that. I mean, when you said Church's Chicken, I just imagined what all the Church's Chickens look like, and they just look like they always look like they're from 1970s Detroit. No matter where you are, you can be in Nevada, Ohio. There's a Church's Chicken. You're like, well, we're suddenly in Detroit. Well, I've never been to one, but I want to attend your wedding at a church's fried chicken. Let's I would do love it. to, but I, you know, I think that there's, I don't know, there's that problem of, you know, you're really all you're eating at the rehearsal dinner and drinking at the reception is just iced tea and fried chicken, you know, with with sides. But churches just doesn't have the it could be, IHOP yeah, bread. It could be one of those jokes. You ever get involved with one of those jokes that kind of runs, sort of. Runs, Old pretty quick. Yeah, runs its course quickly. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I know a guy with like a comedy. It's like a it's like a music album and they just extend it. It's just like it's a it's a joke. It goes on and on and on. Yeah. And then, but it's like goes on and on and on. Well, like, and, you know, sometimes you have to think, well, you know, was that part of the idea behind it? Because he's trying to say that how self-absorbed can you possibly be? But then you listen to it and you're like, it still is long and boring. <laughs> I, my friend and I went to a Britney Spears concert, sort of ironically, when we were in high school. I, this guy, yeah. Dan person and i and we went to uh this britney spears concert sort of as a joke you know we're 17 years old we're like the oldest guys we bought matching britney spears t-shirts as we came in and we wore them and we listened to the uh, the cd for like a couple weeks beforehand trying to memorize all the songs so we could sing with her this is when she was doing hit me baby one more time like the very very first stuff yeah and uh I, I remember distinctly it was hilarious for a half an hour it was amazing <laughs> and then it was like wait we paid how much to be at this weird county fair i think she, you know she was like opening up for in sync or something yeah. no not in sync but she was traveling with some other band at the time she wasn't even her own headliner and so, but then we're just then you're just milling around with mm-hmm. thousands of like teenage girls and teenage boys too. You know, like eleven. I mean, preteens, like you know, ten, eleven, twelve year old boys that just are like, "Am I gay or what am I? Do I just like this music? Am I attracted to women? Do I want to fuck her? Do I want to be her, Brittany? You know, so you got it. You're in the sea of those kind of confused. Right. So it's only about a half hour payoff. Not much more. And that's than that. what the church's fried chicken wedding would be. I had that experience at the. Uh, 
Barry Manilow Big Fun Tour. I think I told you about this, right? <laughs> no, you did I it. snuck in. You never told me My friend that. and I decided to sneak into the uh, Big Fun Tour over and over to see how many times we could sneak in. in the oh, same yeah. Giant. yeah sneak and in. then uh, he got hurt and got taken off. Uh, uh, like, he hurt his knee. I got um, I got arrested. So, it, you know, it, just, it wasn't a joke that really lasted. It didn't wear well. Because once we got inside, there was really nothing to do. The Big Fun Tour, not quite as fun. There, so it wasn't hope. as big as the name implied? No, in fact, they, uh, they 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 didn't sell half the seats in the in the theater. Is that true? The stadium, yeah. They should have changed the, the name. Shoreline then. Amphitheater. I think they should change it to medium a little bit of fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, medium sized <laughs> fun. Ladies and gentlemen, triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question two, 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 two. Good or bad pickup line at a wedding? May I have this chicken dance? If you're at a church's chicken, fuck yeah! Um, I mean, I may I have this chicken? <laughs> I think it's a good one. I think it's I a good one. A wedding, a I, yeah. I was just at a wedding, and I thought, that's something you could use. You could do it. And the other thing is, uh, you know, if she's sort of skeptical right after you say it, maybe you just add in a little bit of the dance. You go, uh, may I have this chicken dance? Huh? <laughs> what do you say? But I so you supply some of the music. Yeah, I'd keep going with it, you know, until she, she's like, "No, you know, I'm married. I'm with my husband. He's behind me. He's much larger yeah. than you." I'd go, yeah. "All right." But and then you and then you blow in her ear. Let the wind do its job. Just let the wind whisper in your ears. I've been doing something lately with my girlfriend where that's not the wind. That's me whispering. She won't close her eyes. Does your wife close her eyes or keep them open when you when you kiss? We haven't done that yet. We're working on it. You haven't done it. We're working our way up. You're still you held hands until she got pregnant. We've been nozzling each other, nuzzling a little bit, nozzling each other. That's how you put the nozzle of a hose in each other's mouths as the hoses are going. Are your eyes open or closed? But she was arguing with me. She goes, "Who cares? You keep your eyes open. You always close your eyes." She thought that was weird. I'd have, you know, I've had girls say it's weird that you keep your eyes open. So I told her, try your, with your eyes closed, and she can't do it. So what I've, the exercise I've been saying is saying, close your eyes. Okay, pucker up just a little bit. Now feel the tenderness. Mm. And she, it, she can't not laugh when I say that. That's, so actually, never a, that's actually a slogan from, from Church's Fried Chicken. Feel, feel the tenderness. Church's Fried Chicken. Sexual. Feel the sexual. tenderness. Someone's closing their eyes and eating a, yeah. a, a big, like, ri- a, a big uh, breast. <laughs> <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question three, 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 three. How long uh, before uh, do you have to be in line uh, before it's appropriate to yell out "fuck"? <laughs> Just, but is it that long of a? You fuck? have to do a long fuck. I it's think. Like, fuck. I mean, at that volume, at the volume you're doing it. Yeah, I do it pretty even louder, but I didn't want to blow out the uh, the old uh, microphone. I think an, I think the old proverbial I think, microphone. I think didn't want to blow that. I out. think at an hour. I didn't want to nozzle the microphone. An hour? I think an hour. I think at the hour mark, it's okay to to actually vocally be like an hour. Are you serious? You know something yeah. like that. Now, what if it's like a, a wet, like a, a line at a wedding, like a, a reception? You know, because <laughs> I think it depends on the kind of line. I, you're I do in. it. I do it after the first minute or two. I really do. Because if you're not moving at a wedding, this is my opinion, this is the T.J. Miller opinion, if you're not moving at a wedding, 
You know, I'm right away. Fuck! I mean, how much congratulations do you need, you selfish, loving doves? <laughs> Answer the question. Fuck! <laughs> Feel the tenderness, but faster, is what I yell. The, the, the eyes closed thing, I think, uh, now I keep them open most of the time. I think you it's, do? Uh, yeah, I like to see a few things. <laughs> What the, bri- the bridge of the nose? I, I'm, I have to be honest. I'm often gauging uh, her enjoyment through my eyeballs of the kissing. I'm trying to I'm trying to get enjoyment through my mouth and tongue area, uh-huh. but I'm trying to gauge how things are going. I'm similar, but I'm tr- I, I try and get the pleasure through the mouth and gum area <laughs> around my gums, and then but you know but I'm still watching. What about the thing that hangs down the? Uh, Adam's apple? No, the thing inside that hangs down. The uvula. Is that what it's called? <laughs> no, it's not. Matt, that's that's <laughs> down near the vagina. Um, <laughs> that, the, uvula. the minute the minute Matt like isn't sure about something, he reaches for his phone. Yeah, he totally you does. You see that? He's no, like, I'm gonna not the find uvula. out. Uvula. The uh, thing that hangs the li- the, in the back of your neck. Your t- uh, the thing that you removed. Your tonsils. That's not, is that a tonsil? The thing that yeah. hangs? The one oh, yeah. single strand is a sort of stalactite? It's the, it's the stalactite of the human throat? Yes, I think that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I think uh, the, the tonsil, tongue is the stalagmite. Because it <laughs> might go in your mouth, girl. Feel the tenderness. <laughs> All right. He, while he looks it up, i got to tell you, uh, we're going to do the... Uh, uvula. Oh, it's what? called uvula. Oh. What is it? It's uvula. Palatine uvula. You got to say palatine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, look at this. Because below it, it says, see also uvula of cerebellum, which is another part, and uvula of urinary bladder. So if well, you're walking around town, somebody's going, oh my God, oh my God, my, my throat hurts. I'm going to die. I feel like I'm going to die in my throat. You're going to be like, that's the uvula. Remove her uvula, because if you don't say palatine, they'll take out her urinary bladder. Well, listen, buddy. I, you be I think, careful when you help people, I think Matt. we should rename it. I do. It's palatine. not. No one's using it. Well, also no the, one's using that name. The Israeli uvula. They have a lot of conflict between the Palatine <laughs> and Israel. The Palatinian. Why you guys, I don't understand why you're the Palatinian. Do you, you know, know how many how many lives have been lost in that conflict? With that I conflict, I don't see why that's it is very difficult. That's why. You, I think mean, should, you know how many taste buds have died. You know what I think we should do? We should move the Uvula to a safer location. Where? I think we should, you know, maybe give give them part of Nevada. We've talked about this, haven't we? Give you a reservation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, guys. <laughs> This is just, we need to rename it right now and get, get moving. Okay. What do you think? What should we call it? I call, uh, the Palantine Pussy. Pussy of the Palantine. That's going to confuse the heck out of people. Yeah. Let me ask you Fuck. this. Fuck. <laughs> That's how I know the show's really going to be going badly just... when you just in the middle of the show. Fuck. <laughs> I would never. Is that that would be insulting too if you were having sex and someone said that in that way? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Like if you're having sex and they like you know make love mm. to me or they say you know naughty things such as that. I haven't experienced this, but I'm working my way up to it. You'll get there. But um, but if they just if someone just goes fuck like in more annoyed fashion, yeah, and I feel like you'd have to get to that point. You know, I've had some women they're like oh, fuck 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 fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. And I'm like, how do you like that? You know, because I don't, 
If a woman's having what a good time or not, I always say, how you like that? How yeah. you like that? And that, what you just did, that impression, <laughs> that will be a limited edition t-shirt that will be a t-shirt. Uh, that you can purchase. And you can also get the, download that. Whoever makes that a ringtone and lets <laughs> us know about it on Twitter, I want you to do it. And I'm going to send you a free gift package of all the things that I've made, which are all too long. <laughs> Hello! We're going to move on to where were you? And before I ask where you were, I want to start off today myself because it's it's tell uh, us. there's just something that happened that I just am anxious to talk to you well, about. You got to tell I us about it. It's your show. I almost had a Donnybrook. I almost had a brew. You did? Uh-huh, a you melee, almost had a real Donnybrook. Uh, fisticuffs. Well, which one was it? Well, it ended up being more of a uh, dust up. Dust up. Yeah, ended up being more of a dust up. Such a specific one of those. So I'm in the locker room. <laughs> And uh, I, uh, I'm in the locker room at the gym, and this guy starts talking about gay marriage yeah. and how much he's against gay marriage mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, how, uh, you know, they have their own civil union. Why should yeah. they get, why should they, you know, the whole speech. The whole So shebang. really loudly I go, hey, and I didn't say to anyone in particular, there were only about three people there, mm-hmm. him, the guy he was talking to, and me. Uh, I go, hey, do... <laughs> Do they allow gay people at this, uh, or, or faggots? Do they have faggots at this gym? Or <laughs> is it sort of a don't ask, don't tell thing? And he turned to me and he's like, you talking to me? I'm like, yeah, I think you're pretty much the only one here. And he's <laughs> like, you have a problem? You have a problem with what I said? You know, you get yeah. something to say, why don't you say it to me? Well, I'm like, well, I think so I just, just kind of... looking for a Donnie I, I was really kind of upset, though. I just, I don't know, for some reason yeah. it was making my blood boil. Yeah. So what I said to him because I had thought about it, I go, you know, he's like, what, what do you got to say? And I'm like, well, I just think if here's the here's my problem with this whole thing uh, with the anti-gay marriage stance. Marriage is sort of a club. It's sort of a you know, it's sort of a a group, and you don't want your groups to be um, exclusive. You want to be inclusive, and I think you want to err on the side of inclusiveness. You know. Yeah. And uh, he goes. He honest, I swear to God, he said this. He goes, "Well, the, the country's going to hell in a handbasket." Why said that? Just back to an old timey <laughs> expression. That's his answer. You know why? Oh, you know what? You know what my response to that is? You're two in the hand, three in the bush, burning. And then he goes. And then he goes. Are you gay? Is that the problem here? Oh boy, here we go. Which he had to He's throw that card. He's just looking for a hate crime. Yeah, he had to throw that card. And then just walking I around loudly looking for hate. I crime. unfortunately. Went to the Hitler card a little too early. Oh, no. I, you got to wait before you go yeah, to the Hitler card. Because it's, it's the Just highest. wait. Yeah. In terms of referencing a person, I'm not, I'm not that's gonna, the most evil I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and look at your red yeah. sunglasses and say that I didn't mess that up. I went straight to the Hitler card. I'm like, you know, I think Hitler was pretty uh, exclusive. And look how that worked out. Wow. And, um, you know, he... Uh, he he, kind of got a little flustered by that. Though, I have to admit, but he should have just said you went to the Hitler card too early. Yeah, how, that would have been how his. How quickly best do you response. go to the Hitler card? I mean, I think you you've got to play a couple other people. You, you know, you can at least say, "What are you, the Mussolini?" Huh? Okay, you work. The, okay, you work. Work your way out. What are you, the Joseph Goebbels? So you start with like uh, yeah, Nancy start Grace. With you start the, with Nancy Grace. Oh, start with Rachel Maddox. <laughs> Or Maddow. What's her name? No, she's the short-haired lesbian that we like, right? I like her. What's which one? Now, Nancy Grace is the little pug-faced bulldog. Was that a complimentary way to describe her? Was that your well, short-haired intention? lesbian fella? Yeah. yeah, I love her. Yeah, I'm sure she I love her to death. I'm sure she'll cherish. Uh, well, I'm also sure she's listening to your podcast, which I came in and saved. So, <laughs> right. thank you. 
<laughs> for taking a dumper rump. <laughs> I'm she not actually, any head. I've actually reached out to her to do the show, and she's uh, she said no. Impolitely declined. Uh, yeah, you start with Nancy Grace, then you say you're, then Mussolini. go to Mussolini, then Joseph Goebbels. Yeah, and then you go, then get to Hitler. Then so I'd, Hitler. I'd say three names, three named referenced celebrities yeah. before Hitler at yeah. least. But yeah, you go straight to Hitler card. But I like that he his response was that. And I'm glad that you kind of said something. It's so yeah. weird because it is. If you're gonna have a group, this is what I always want to say to kids. You know, when I walk by a playground, which is often, and it's usually back and forth, yeah. back and forth, kind of staring through the chain link fence. <laughs> and if I see a group of kids playing Foursquare, yeah. and another kid arrives, maybe a nerdier one, mm-hmm. lanky, taller, maybe okay. a little chubby, sort of like he'll... reminding you of what you once were. I wouldn't say that, you know, no, necessarily, but sort of a, a kind of curly mop-headed, okay, sort of fatter sort of, in the yeah. upper torso with yeah. weird legs, a mm-hmm. smushed face. Yeah. Big horse mouth, with horse horsey mouth. teeth, sort of horsey a, teeth, and a mouth. guy that can't even contr- like. Sometimes he breaks into characters, like that kind of guy. I don't know. I think he's just talking about governor. That's, a, that's I was referencing it. It's like an old British. Uh, it's called uh, sneakers. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, and, and so I'll see a kid like that walk over, and they say, "Oh, sorry, this four square game is locked." You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just want to. I, I yell at the kids and say, "You know, you you want to? What, what's one more?" person what how 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 much is that affecting is it's such a damaging thing to do to a kid to say even just you just one more uh, like contestant in this game we're doing is too much it's too mm-hmm. ingen, in, in, inconveniences us too much even though we know you're bad at it and you almost always lose when you're in the first square it's too much so that's when i sort of jump the fence and i throw a fucking dodgeball as hard as i can at the kid with the highest collar on his polo shirt <laughs> just yeah! yeah now your face is locked to the ground <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, TJ. That's thank you. Because you know, it's true. Me. We want to be we want to be inclusive. That's why you know with this show, I've opened it up to a lot of different celebrities, and they they haven't taken me up on it. But you know, I like to. But your uh, show is a club that is it's a, inclusive. It's, a club. it's an yeah, inclusive. It's an inclusive club. club. Um, but that was an interesting thing, and I was thinking about marriage. Oh, by the way, at the end, I was thinking of doing the your embarrassment to your family line, <laughs> but you can't really trump the Hitler line. So I just threw soup in his face. I, <laughs> That would be amazing. What kind of soup? It was actually gazpacho. So it was a colder it was soup. It was a colder soup, so it wasn't quite as but you uh, know what? vicious as it may sound. But sometimes, you know, burning hot soup is really cruel. Sometimes gazpacho is a kind of a wake-me-up. It's, it's more of a, a making-a-point type up. soup to throw wake in someone's yeah, yeah, face. Exactly. Just kind of making a point. It was spicy, gazpacho, too. It was gis- spicy. Gazpacho is He was is wearing a sombrero. Spicy. Yes, he uh, had Gis- some dip. Uh, he, we used it as dip later. We became friends. G- gazpacho <laughs> is the spicy... You know, making a point type of soup. It is. And I'd love that on a t-shirt. Yes, it, it is. a make, It is. Yeah. Now, I also was in Cincinnati. Then I went to Cincinnati. We're talking a little about weddings today. Yeah. Went to my cousin's wedding. It was beautiful. Uh. The priest, uh, my, my cousin's name is Tom. Hmm. The priest kept um, getting his name wrong, calling him Bob. Now, here's the thing with the priest thing, too. Whoa, the groom? Yeah, my cousin. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Here's the thing about the the wedding thing that, that that's interesting to me. The priest, he's channeling the Lord. Why doesn't he have the book memorized? Yeah. The whole book, not just my cousin's name, but the whole book. Like we you you you're a, you're a, a, an excellent actor. You know how it is. You you probably have worked with 7 or 8-year-old children that have uh 
you know, memorized entire two-hour movies you know, in their lines. How, yeah. can, how can a priest, after all these years, not well, most memorize the, time the Bible? You don't memorize anything in a movie because you just do one scene okay. at a time. Okay. But a play, yeah, there's lots of kids. That, or a yeah. play. And here's the thing. What else is the priest doing during his days? I have your extended uh, Doesn't uh, he have hours album and hours of memorized. Album? I have all the lyrics memorized. All the way through? Yeah, all the way through. That is so great. What is um, what's, What are the first lyrics to Sibling Rivalry? Sibling Rivalry? Correct. Um, I, you know, just off the top of my head, it was uh, Throw Soup on the... <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Uh, incredibly, that are those are them. Incredibly. I had to throw it out there. Um, I, I think, it, like Soup, uh, you threw it out there. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think... Uh, I don't know. I think you should get it memorized. That's all I'm saying. This guy had a cheat sheet. He called my cousin's name wrong three times. We corrected him. Then at the reception, he was at the reception. The priest was. So for my speech, I really, I I shredded the priest. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I shredded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. Here's how I did it. Yeah, you got to always be careful as a priest. If you're going to get the name wrong, remember, a comedian could be in the It was so awesome. Okay, so first I start off, I go, I was groomsman number four. Uh, It was a small (laughs) part. It was a non-speaking role, but I... (laughs) I really felt like this I. This is your speech. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I really felt like I practiced, um, you know, as much as I could. We're going to take it on tour. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to go to, you know, we're probably going to take it to Atlantic City. Um, now, you'll notice some t- some of the characters were were just, or some of the actors were just understudies. For example, priest priest uh, Randy. He was an understudy. Did you get uh, his name right? Yeah, no, his name's Roger. So I did that first. And I kept I, cu- I pounded it a couple times yeah. with the Randy thing. But I don't think a lot of people knew his name was Roger, but he knew. So it was a good like joke. It's and you know who else knew? Him. God you know knew. You know God great? knew. Because Cash is you really made a priest feel terrible, and that's the important. Yeah, that that's the really good. lesson here. That felt really good. Look, of course it did. If you, the most important two things you must know when marrying someone are their fucking names. Mm-hmm. That is great. That is a guy. If he worked at a fast food restaurant, you order a chicken sandwich, he just pushes mustard packets into your face. I mean, that is how much he got his yeah. job wrong. And he wasn't even that embarrassed about it. What? It's a beautiful wedding, by the way. If my, cousin's, if my cousin's listening, I'm so happy for him. He met the great girl. But And then at the end of the speech, I got confused because I was doing this and thing about... If your about, cousin's listening, let me say this. Yeah. You know, most marriages end in divorce. <laughs> That's great. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I told him, I said, I've been married five years and it's the best. It's been the best two years of my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rodney uh, Dangerfield, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. He's gentlemen. <laughs> right, Rodney Dangerfield, ladies and generations. That's what I meant to say. But I got confused at the end because I was kind of making up the whole speech and I got kind of confused at the end because... I knew that I didn't know that not everyone's listened to the podcast. Not every single person. Not every no. single person at the wedding had listened to the podcast. In fact, maybe only two had. <laughs> Did you plug the podcast? Well, no, it's just <laughs> that I was. I got so congratulations. Uh, fuck you, Randy, and, yeah. and uh, cashing in with TJ Miller. It's yeah. every Tuesday on <laughs> iTunes and Nerdist. It's free, guys. It's totally free. Unlike uh, this wedding. Well, I How actually, had a, I actually had a shirt gun, which I blew off into the crowd. Just. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just uh, like one of those, uh, yeah. You know? We got to get T-shirt cannons. Oh, we should get T-shirt. And we should get cashing in for weddings, t-shirt. and then just at inappropriate times, all the time. shoot them into like, you know. You know, this isn't that funny. Graduation this, settings. This yeah. isn't a very funny thing, but okay. I actually had a distant cousin. You know, he passed away. He was, uh, he was sixteen. He had his driver's permit, and he was he took the car out by himself. Yeah. And uh, his father owned a T-shirt gun. He had it in his car. 
was on the you know it's by the driver's seat and it went off and it, uh it killed my cousin are you serious yeah it went off and it went uh the t-shirt went into his mouth oh my god <laughs> please i'm so sorry it went into his mouth and he at the time he didn't know how to breathe through his nose <laughs> and so please and so the t-shirt went up oh my god and it went in to his mouth <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. You know, this is what right I love about the show. People could... and it, it balled up in his mouth, and he, he had forgotten how to breathe through his nose. And he suffocated. And his car drove off the road and into a church's chicken, and it killed two people <laughs> that were being buried there by a priest named Roger. 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 He's just right at the finish line. <laughs> You're right there at the finish line. <laughs> Listen, buddy, this is what we love about this show is people can come on and, and get emotional if they need to. What did the T-shirt say, TJ? World's greatest dad. <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, and it was, it was Mark Davis of the Davis clan from Limbal Empire. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a touching story. I hope he's not listening. No, he's 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 no longer alive. No, no, I'm saying the father of the. Oh, okay. So because he blamed himself for years, obviously, well, I don't blame and him. it was I don't blame him. I mean, why would you give a kid they, a T-shirt? They, but you got to teach your kids to breathe through their nose pretty quick. Yeah, it was the, one of the early. But hey, listen, they're from like, Oklahoma. <laughs> when I you know I have a two-year-old. He just turned two actually yesterday. Mm. And here's the thing: um, you 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 have to teach them to listen through their ears. Look through their eyes and breathe through their nostrils. You mix those up. Left nostril, right nostril, yeah. back and forth. Yeah. I do one at a time. I don't know. A lot of people try to do both. You know, I had a, another cousin <laughs> who, uh, you know, ours is a family that has seen a lot of tragedy. I had another cousin who uh, his parents taught him to hear through his eyes and to see with his ears. And when he first walked, the very first time he ran, he ran into a police. <laughs> it's very complicated, but it makes sense if you just look at it, you know, because he couldn't hear where the siren was and he couldn't see where he was going. I don't want to talk about this one. Yeah. Cash, move on to the next okay. section. I can't okay. go on. I will. Well, I want to finish with this wedding speech story because oh, I want to tell you what I'm happened. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. telling this. I'm doing the speech, and I got pretty hot towards the end of the speech. I'm just kind of making it up. I'm like, you know, the Johnson wedding next door has been talking some smack about us. There was another wedding next there was, door, yeah, and I was like, they've been talking some smack, and I, I've met the Johnsons. I don't think they hold a candle to these two lovebirds. <laughs> so I think, and you know, I think we need to. And I have it on tape. You can listen to me uh, at the end where I start to not here's what happened so i go so i think we gotta we gotta hit it hard tonight uh, i'm like we're never gonna be together to, again all of us in the same room again we have to honor these two lovebirds i say we i say we go ahead and we uh dance a little longer we uh uh drink more moonshine than ever before and uh make out with a perfect stranger and then I'm like, because we will never, ever be able to be here again. And I'm about to yell out something like, so don't sail too close to the wind. And I realize like, that it doesn't, they don't know what that means. It's going to be the most stupid ending. 
So I said something like, "Let's so let's just blow it out." You know, <laughs> I said like, and, and they're so all they, they were starting to go crazy anyway. So I just yeah. was like, "Blow it out and make it happen," or something very random. Yeah. And I felt kind of let down by the ending, but they seemed to like it. Well, here's the thing. I love you. And I you're the type the of guy that your 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 wedding speech went well enough yeah. that you're redoing it on our. Po- I on felt the I felt good about the wedding speech considering, you know, uh, I really did feel like these. And you two have it on tape? Such an awesome. Yeah, I do have it on. And tape. I also love that you just sort of tacitly invited well, no, they, me. They just sent me. They sent it to me. Uh, <laughs> That's how day. good it was. They sent it. To, they, or did you they ask it for it? Funny. No, I didn't ask for it. I'm, I'm honest. I actually didn't want to see it. It actually is better in my memory than seeing it. Uh, yeah, that's true. A lot of things are like that. Yeah. In any event, um, one last thing. The cake thing. I wanted to ask you. Uh, this is an essential question of human nature. Okay. We're going to move on. Um, they didn't do the cake in the face thing, which I think was cool. I don't. I don't get that. I don't. You don't like pour Gatorade on each other. Why not? Uh, You're winning. The, I, You're winning. Yeah, I think it's you a won weird. Against being sad I think it's a weird way to start your life together to you know Push sort of soil each, each other. Yeah. Why not just get it over with and just like pee on each other or well, do something? Like I don't think it's very respectful, and I'm glad they didn't do it. In my family, and this you know this tradition comes from uh, a place of trying to <laughs> sort of move past tragedies. Uh, we actually have a tradition. We push mustard packets into each other's face <laughs> because of a terrible thing that happened to me. You know, when I was very young. Well, a lot of families do that. There are some families that actually lay down different IEDs around the dance floor just to make things just to spice things up. Spice it up. I like IED instead of landmine. You know. Yeah, because that's it. I didn't even know what those stood for until Sandra Bullock wouldn't stop talking about them. Let me ask you this, TJ. Uh, I think you could push things in each other's faces. You're gonna end you up think doing it's okay? that. That's going to happen throughout the marriage. You think if you know what I'm talking about? Mustard packets. <laughs> I don't think it's very respectful. I don't. You know, I uh, and I want I want no no um, cake in the face. I want the priest. If if you have a priest, I want to have things memorized. I don't want to go to a personal that. story and and have a cheat sheet, which he had. He was talking about his cousin. He had a cheat sheet. Like, come on, man, get get your act then together. Then the then the wedding is mostly about the priest. Yeah, it sounds like you got yeah. a pretty Randy uh, Roger. If you're out there, you were a pretty big headed monster. <laughs> you understand me, and God can see it, and Satan will too when you join him in hell. <laughs> Let me ask Roger. you this: essential question of human nature. Sure. Uh, here's another one. I think I know what you're going to say. And again, this is not at all reflective of my uh, beautiful cousin's wedding and his great choice of, of one, his wonderful bride. But if your friend is, is actually marrying the wrong person, making a huge mistake, this was yeah. not the case sure. uh, in this last wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when I went to your huge, wedding, right. Keep going. Exactly. If he's making a huge mistake and he's about to marry the wrong girl, as a friend, should you tell him? Not at the wedding. No, but even <laughs> at some time. To- no, if at you're at the point, wedding, at least... Wait till after everyone's eaten and he's drunk, you know. Because if you tell him before, <laughs> oh, you really the fuck that up, buddy. Really fuck yeah, that up. He's getting drunk. No, I, I didn't know. How early in the relationship should you say that? I mean, as, as soon as he announces, "Hey, I'm engaged." Yeah, I mean, would you? Do you I think so. Really, you think you have an obligation? I think you. I think within the first couple of weeks, it's got to be bad, though. I mean, you can't be, and you also you don't. You never know the entirety of a person's relationship. That's why sometimes when someone's fighting or they're, you kind of you shouldn't necessarily get yeah, involved. I don't, I don't think you can say anything. You ne- you say you never say anything. That's up because, to the guy. Because I think they have to ask, and even then you have to be very careful what you say because they're going to do whatever they want anyway. 
I mean, I, I, I've, I think I've talked to a couple so friends bad. and it didn't work out that well because they're going to do whatever they want anyway. Yeah, but I think if the girl is so bad, you need to sort of tactfully say, look, um, you know, I'm excited for your engagement, but, you know, have you been really happy in this relationship? Because usually the so time... You, so you would say you ask leading questions. I would ask leading That's questions. I would style. lead them in. It's a Socratic approach. <laughs> you know, but, I, you know, I think, yeah, you go, you say, listen... Um, you know, have you been really happy in this relationship? Because you're the only time you're going to say this is the wrong person for you is when that that person is making your friend unhappy. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, you ask them, are you really? Do you think this is a great decision? But yeah, you, as a parent, you can never tell your kid like, hey, I don't think you should marry this person because they're you know, love is blinding, you know, and it, it can, and also it can affect your hearing depending on how your parents taught you to hear and see in what order and with what organs <laughs> i think you got to be really careful i think in the end it comes back and bites you that person remembers those things that you said so and, you say uh, never tell the person to stand by and watch well, as they marry the, in your opinion because I, I don't think it works i don't now well, the best you can do is sort know. of lead in well maybe you do it this way they say if they say what do you think you go i think you need to get out <laughs> and then they say, and then, but then you leave like dot, dot, dot. And you, it, and then you, they say something and you say of the house so we can go celebrate, you know, like you, uh, so you leave it, leave open, it open and see if they jump they angry, and they go, right. really? You know, like you see how they respond. You say, you know, you need to get out. And then if he's like, out of what? Are you saying that I'm making the wrong decision? I'm not. I love this woman and I'm going to get married go, to her cash. Yeah. Out of your current lease, because you two love birds, are going to get a house. Well, thank you for saying that, Cash. Yeah. Thank you for your, your vote of confidence, because when you first said you need to get out, I thought you were referring to the relationship, and I'm so glad of that course, you're not. Of course, TJ, I would never have said that. I, please, I love let your... me make you a mint-flavored cocktail. <laughs> would you like a julep? Here, please accept these mustard packets. Push them against my face. You know I have just done like so. It. Oh, feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> now, so was now just... take this hose, turn it on, and push the nozzle into my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do some nozzling, some nuzzling, some nuzzle nozzle. Um, T.J. Miller, uh, I'm going to move it along now. Let's do it to the uh, the part of the the show that we like to call. Tweetalize. Still, it's kind of a new segment. It is. Um, it's that's that's just a working title, by the way. Yeah, and a working melody. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know what? We need <laughs> we need a musician to get in here um, and and do each segment. It's really burning my voice to have to keep doing it. And, I, and I'm so sorry that you. Do you know how hard it is to go tweetalize? Don't don't strain your voice. You won't be ready for it. I know. Next. I know. You're gonna know. blow it out. You won't be able to. Record I don't want to blow it out. T.J. Miller. Uh, wrote on his uh, Twitter account. Oh, you're going to look through my Twitter account. Me to a woman. Quote, you know I love lips. They're part of my favorite part of the body. The upper part. Yeah. And then uh, hashtag immediately married eyes. Immediately married eyes? Now this really struck me. I really like this because I've always thought that, you know. Can I read the hashtag? Let me see that. We should. Yeah, right here. I've I've always thought that we should be more original about how we give girls compliments. Like, if you're going to compliment a girl's eyes, say something like... No, I don't, th- I I love- don't think I said eyes. I think it just says immediately married. Okay. 
Hashtag immediately married. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm telling you, that pickup line has it's never failed. I've, every single time I've said that, so I've gotten married right afterwards. Right afterwards. Yeah. And, and, and I've never told you not to, even though you've been married 37 I, times. I've been married over 37 times. and I, you know, my ex- <laughs> That's a lot of mustard packets. <laughs> For a while, I had cuts all over my face. <laughs> From these from the different marriages. Yeah. No, I like I like your style because I like to give girls compliments in unique ways. Because yeah, because everyone says eyes. So, they all say eyes. eyes. If you're going to do the eyes, make it original. Say I love your eyes. How they assist with your vision. Yeah. I like how when you're awake, they're always open. Yeah. Or usually. Mm-hmm. Or your lips. How they complement your normal sized ears. <laughs> Yeah, which is a nice thing to say because I have very small ears. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've so I'm very self-conscious of that. You have a lot of hair covering uh, the look ear. How, I mean, I have so, my ears are so small, I can I can barely hear people making fun of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how small they are. They really that are makes you insecure, small. doesn't it? It does. I'm very insecure about my small ears. My father has small ears. His father had very big ears, so my father felt a lot of pressure. and ear he envy? He felt disappointed. Some ear, ear envy? Ear envy. That envy. happens in families. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, the whole Cain and Abel thing was over a woman, but really it was over size, ear size. Ear size, yeah. yeah. Ear size. That's in the book if you have it memorized. If you Some have it memorized, I'm and talking you know to you, to Randy. Do your job, Roger. Do your job. So that's, uh, that's the uh, Tweedalize. That was a good one, TJ. I well, love that. Thank you. Let's move it along to. Uh, and I love the top part of a woman. A lot of men like the, yeah. the bottom part. Ugh, not for me. What do you think about this thing? Like, oh, I'm a. I'm a breast man, or I'm a, uh, I don't get a that. butt man. Some people think you can only it's be weird. one or the no, other. Yeah, I think you like them all if you're a heterosexual. Mm-hmm. And if you're a homosexual, you say heterosexual like this, heterosexual. <laughs> but do you have to narrow it down, be a butt guy or a breast no, guy? I man. think you just say, I'm a guy. But I don't like... It likes I, girls. Yeah. And then someone goes, this country's going to hell in a hen basket. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, what, what do you like, though? Uh, out of those two? I like uh, I like I decided now I like big hips, no tits. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to talk about that because that's an that's I actually wrote that down as another Tweedalize episode. Uh, so that's good. This little teaser, teaser. Little teaser. Next teaser week we're going to talk about that. Come. Yeah, but um, let's you know we're talking about breasts. We're talking about uh, hips and butts. Little kisses for, I, for I our just, listeners. Hey, listeners, uh, in lieu of <laughs> in lieu of a uh, uh, um, leaf blower, how about a little of this? That's a little wind coming from me. And now a kiss, a kiss from TJ. Little kisses. For, for our listeners. This is in your ear, and this is on your lips. Okay. Wow. We make love to the audience. We make love to the audience, uh, don't we? you guys know how much we appreciate you listening. We make love. TJ Miller. It to you auditorily. <laughs> TJ? Yes. Um, tiny opinion. Teeny tinies. Give me a teeny tiny opinion. Um, let me just say, uh, it's just a trash can um, painted pink for, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, breast cancer awareness. Yeah. Um, not sure this is the best thing for the cause, the pink trash can. Really? Yeah, I. that's... Just, it's sort of implying that your cause is garbage. Yeah, it's actually not. It's not a good... Uh, you know, message you're sending. Why not have the breasts be painted pink? Yeah. And because I think we're going to look back on this era, this whole 2000 year era, 3000, 4000 years where people are forced to wear 
clothing over their breasts is sort of stupid. Don't you think once we you evolve... We're going to look back at that. Yeah, I think we're going to look back and be like, really? Girls had to wear shirts? But I think let's it's... Free, let's free the breasts. I mean, I understand Paint that, pink. but it also, it makes women, and women sometimes don't see it as this, it makes those parts of your body more special. You know, guys want to see your breasts. I think more women are okay wearing a shirt than are saying, why won't you let me go topless and walk around town? So I don't know. But yeah, I think in a, a thousand years, yeah, maybe everyone will be wearing clearer clothing. Well, well let me just say, okay, when, when a girl is swimming, there's no reason why she should have to have an upper part of her suit. That's Doesn't true. make any sense. That's true. Beaches could be more topless, I think. Yeah, I think we'll get to we'll that. I think we'll get to that. We will get to that, at least with swimming. Can I, do, uh, can I have a tiny opinion? Yeah. Yeah, give me if, a tiny time. Well, and it, this is actually a question for yeah. you. I yeah, saw somebody time. I was walking, and <clears throat> Cheryl says to me, she goes, well, don't, you know, don't, don't, she doesn't like when I pick up trash. But sometimes I pick up trash because it's like, what do I care? I can at least do this, you know, when people litter. I saw a guy, is a Taco Bell plastic bag, but then the wrappers from the tacos he had eaten were also on the ground and then also little sauce packets. It's like, does that that makes him a level higher of an asshole? Because if you can't even litter all in the bag that you have, I mean, he's literally saying, "I I don't care about throwing my trash away. I'm just throwing it on the ground, but I'm going to throw it separately. Every piece of trash I have is going to be a separate piece of litter. It's like at least throw your trash in the trash you're littering on the ground." So did you? I I totally agree with so you. So I had to pick up each individual thing, use his bag, which he should have as the trash. You bag, know what I would have done? And then I put that in the. In I would have gone straight to the Hitler card. You would have gone. Straight yeah, to it. Straight to the Hitler card. But he wasn't you there. You would have started with like I Rachel Maddox or something like that, yeah. but I would have gone Hitler. Um, you didn't see who it was. No, I just How do you saw picture it. this person? Do you think uh, is it? I think he's a small, young Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? Does that make me racist? Does it make me weird? Or does it make me someone who's open to the fact that every type of person can litter? Mm. And when they do, <laughs> they all deserve... A Hello Kitty. You know, maybe that person maybe that person was littering in that fashion because they didn't understand the pink awareness trash can and they didn't want to deflower the trash can because yeah. once you paint it pink, maybe people don't want to use it. Uh, they also might think it's a, an, an installation art. You know, they go, well, I'm not going to throw something away in this piece of art. Right. I think trash cans should look as shitty as they can. And dumpsters, yeah. you should be allowed yeah. to put graffiti all over dumpsters. That should be a new rule. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. That's Just dumpsters. Idea. Then it, then that's a canvas for all these little punk graffiti artists mm-hmm. who keep uh, graffitiing all over my Nissan Juke. It's always the <laughs> same graffiti. What does it say? Asshole, get out. <laughs> and then on the bottom of the card, it'll say, of our town, if you want to, or stay over. We're happy with who you decided to marry. <laughs> We're moving along to practical living in a modern age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, got a, I got one that's interesting. Um, safe zones. In every relationship, you have to have some safe zones where you don't take your significant other because then if you're ever to break up someday, that place is ruined because you might have to see them there again. Uh, and what are your safe zones? So you're literally withholding so, places that you enjoy withhold locations. Withhold a few special locations, okay? So those for are example, sort of personal safe zones. Yeah, for example, I used to have um, a... Uh, uh, I would... It was this hot tub facility where you could walk up these steps in high school, and you'd each time you just act like you found it. Mm. 
And you'd walk up these – you'd sneak in over a wall. You'd hot tub and then you'd walk up these steps and there was a fireplace and a little clubhouse type thing. It was mm-hmm. awesome, right? And I should have had that as a safe zone because I took a very special person there. And then we broke up and then that person the was there was, one yeah, time. Uh, and have to that, have safe yeah. zones. And so what, what, are your, what are your top zones? Where are those places? Well, if I told you – you know, then they wouldn't be as safe because we so could one be really day careful. break up our friendship, and you might see me at that place. We could mutilate our friendship, mutilate the mutilation of we our could friendship, decimate it. We could, yeah. So I'm not going to tell you. Do you have a well, safe that's zone? interesting. I mean, I won't tell you mine then. Yeah. Why would I? Well, this segment's going nowhere. Well, I'll tell you this though. Here's my practical. I have, I have a recent practical okay. living in the modern age. Uh, tell me what you think about this. Okay. If you think it is a, a practical piece of help, um, every six months. Get your significant other or a good friend a very a small present, maybe flowers, uh, for no particular reason. Do it just mm. spontaneously, randomly. It does a bunch of things for you. It doesn't cost a lot. It, it, get, it keeps your reputation at that. He's spontaneous. He'll do a nice thing at the drop of a hat. It doesn't have to be about anything. And it'll, it helps in the credits when you fight with those people. Mm, yeah. They're going to fight with you less if you out of because if you're giving somebody flowers after you, let's just call it flowers. You're giving someone flowers after you have a fight, well, they, you know, you're expected to do that. The pre apology. It, it's a pre apology. The pre apology. Like pre tipping. It's pre apology. You pre apologize for what you're going to do later. The, you get the, get the kindness ahead of the curve. Right. And you're going to benefit from it. Friendliness. On the other side. Yep. Friendly. You're so yes. Machiavellian. Friendliness for more reasons than just being friendly because it feels good. Yeah. But because it serves you later in a fight. It'll serve you. Can it'll point, help see those flowers no, but sitting you, in that you don't vase? Bring it up. I think you'll benefit from it without having you to, don't have to mention bring it. Up. it. Just stand near the flowers. I, yeah, you As keep them alive, right? You dry them, hold them above the front entryway, and then open the door. Stand in the entryway during a fight, backlit by the sun, with those flowers beneath you, and say, "Do you remember this?" <laughs> That's it. That's a good one. I like that a lot. Okay, so we wear uh, a robe. Okay, the pre-apology <laughs> and the safe zone. So you, you you know you hold back areas where you don't have to run into your your ex. Mm-hmm. That's, okay, uh, we're going to move along to maskers. We're going to finish up with maskers as we do. And now, uh, can I now just, let me just well before I do, emailed. did you see that somebody had emailed? Well, me? let me just read you one. This is from Miles George. Just uh, um, I just thought you might Twitter be interested handle. in this one. Uh, Miles George uh, Twitter handle uh, at Miles High. Uh, when making a plaster like mask, that, detail, that's three, when three, making three. a plaster mask, do you use nose straws when you dip your face in, or do you hold your breath? When making a plastic mask, do you, yes, plaster mask. Well, first of all, plaster. This doesn't have anything to do with masks. Okay, so it's not you don't. It's not questions about masks. You can ask about anything, but we are the ma- You're asking the masters of. We don't make. Do you make plastic masks? Cash? No, I don't. So I certainly fucking don't. So here's some news. The the section is not about masks. It doesn't have anything to do with it. We're not changing the name. We don't need to. We've been doing this long enough. I'm done. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. It's enough to make you want to put a shirt gun to your <laughs> face. And forget uh, how to breathe through your nose. That, and I'm those sorry that we brought words. that up. Yeah. Those are fighting words. But yeah. Oh, you know what's next? I call you Hitler. Mike High. <laughs> Mark High. What's his name? Uh, Miles George. Yeah. At Miles High. Hitler. 
You're like a Hitler. That's what the high stands for. Straight to the Hitler. That's right, right buddy. Okay, I Hitler used to go by high. You took it really. He you said, took it up my, my friends call me Hitler. <laughs> no, my friends. I'm Hitler. My friends. My friends call me high. <laughs> okay. All right. You're making me uncomfortable now. I, uh, <laughs> a quick shout out before we continue to uh, Matthew Zorzi. Uh, remember the uh, rabies question? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's the dude uh, that asked Matthew, it. What a great what a question. Great one. What a it was good so apropos. It was so apropos. apropos. He's an apro pro. Um, also, shout out as usual to uh, you know Steve Mazzani. Always good ideas for the show. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Jonas What's Polsky. What's his Twitter? What are- Jonas Polsky. I think it's what's, just at Jonas Polsky. No, what's Maisonza? Uh, shoot, I don't have it written down. Because people should follow him. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny, dude. Steve Maison. Um, very funny, Comedian. dude. They always have good ideas for the show. Mm-hmm. So um, moving along, Dylan Vaughn asks a question. Mm-hmm. This is on Facebook. Dylan Vaughn. Um, being the English super awesome celebrities you guys are, and uh, nice. I like to include myself in that. Well, we are, yeah. Oh, did you change his wording? No. <laughs> this should probably be an easy one since you must likely know from experience. Okay, we do. What is the difference between a $900 prostitute and a $1,000 prostitute? I loved that question. Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah, we've been trying to get to all the maskers. Don't don't despair. We'll get to you yeah, someday, we'll whoever try, you we are. Will, we, we'll be trying. We really love your questions. We might do an all maskers We should do an episode, all maskers yeah. show. Yeah. I think you could do that. Cash. We should do that. You should, yeah. I'd like to do that. Um, okay, so go ahead. What's the well? What's the difference between the nine hundred dollar price and one thousand? I think mainly her Zagat rating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's gonna get one more dollar side. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think I, that's so funny. I don't know how I can follow that. Um, you know, I think you, once you, if you're gonna spend nine hundred dollars on a prostitute, include the extra hundred to get one that you know. It's just a little bit more quality. You're already in the $900 range because there's ranges. If you're paying $100 or $200 for a prostitute, that's not a great prostitute. That's really, it's going to yeah. be a pretty beat up. Yeah. You know, that's going to be one of those you can only spend five minutes, I think is yeah. what you're saying just then. Yeah. And so, you know, I, but I think, you know, if you're going to get a prostitute in the first place, save up to get one over $500. Yeah. And if you've got $900, buddy, you got a grand. Drop it on the sexy time. Yeah, and you, you know what? It, you, know? you know where I'd suggest you go? The four floors of horrors. Yeah, and stay away from the three Neville levels. Three <laughs> the levels three Neville, of Neville. levels of Neville. Stay away from that. That is a terrifying place. the Neville place, brothers yeah. everywhere. All rather, that Neville brother music. They're not doing what? Yeah, they're constantly piking in. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do yeah. 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 Yeah, Aaron. By the, by the way, is there, was there any was, was there any era uh, the entire eighties? Was uh, Michael McDonald uh, was he playing? Was he singing back up on every single song I've heard in the uh, entire eighties? Yeah, I mean, he, he taking was. it to the streets, you know. But he was jumping it every time. Every song Someone I hear. Too close to the wind, man, can't feel my face. <laughs> The party dies if we don't move from here, girl. Push in and believe. I wish people could see your face when you're doing this. It is so warped. It's the most warped I've ever seen. His 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 lips are almost to his right ear. That's not a comment on how big no his ears are. chicken facials. <laughs> Just every single song you'd hear, Michael McDonald, Febreze those peepers. <laughs> Just he can't, couldn't stop doing cash phrases. <laughs> now that was one of yours. Yeah, I know. I think they all can be classified Just as cash phrases. Okay, um, next one. We're going to do one more and we've got to get out of here. i got to tell you. I love these questions. Custom fit. Custom fit. Taste it. 
This is from Zach Pugh. I like him. He's at Zach Pugh. P U A G H P U G H P U something yeah, smells that it is in my upper lip. It's a really profound question, which I think a lot of people don't bother to ask. What's it like masturbating in space? And I like that he asked us because, like, we would know. You know, to me, the ejaculation what's it like? is what's it like, is majestic. To me, because I have masturbated in space. And, you know, usually when you masturbate as a male, when you're finished, mm-hmm. when the end comes, when it comes to climax, and I always do come to climax. You know, I won't climax any other way. I won't do it through rubbing sandpaper against my, right. the back of my right. neck. Or I know that like about that. you. Yeah. But when I do come to climax, it's always, all us guys, that's the moment of shame because you have to clean it up. What are you doing with the ejaculate? And I'm well, sorry that's to say this to our, our, our elderly viewers. I love it. Because when you masturbate in space... Do we have elderly it viewers? Looks, it, listen, and it's not viewers, it's listeners. But they but they watch through their ears, don't they? They watch... Tiny little kisses for our They listeners. watch through their ears. TJ, I, I feel like the cleanup is probably more difficult in space. No, but it's majestic. Let it happen. Mm-hmm. In space, I just out. sort of let it happen. And you know what you do is you, you keep... In space, you don't have Kleenex. Yeah. You, ha- you have a very, very, very tight sort of net... Like the kind that you would clean a pool with, but it's mm-hmm. it's really, and then you kind of go to catch it in the air once well, you're done. I mean, are you picturing? Are you, you have a net that you catch it with? Are you well, picturing, buddy? You picturing, zero gravity. Have you ever ejaculated in zero gravity? A few times. Okay, so your your ejaculate world. looks majestic. You let okay. it float for a bit. Are you? I guess picture, that's what I'm saying. You let it float for okay, a bit. Okay, but are you before picture, you try and grab? Are it. you picture masturbating like? I'm picturing tethered uh, to the spacewalk. Are you? Picturing oh, you're that? more concerned about. I like to do you it not floating. You do. Yeah, you're tethered on the spacewalk. You're actually out on the... Which is tough, because if somebody walks in on you masturbating, you can't run away. You're tethered to the spacewalk. Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that would be. good. I love it. it. (laughs) But let me ask you, do do you think someone's masturbating on the moon? Because I think they have. Seriously. I mean, they masturbated in the One guy was playing golf. Yeah, but I don't think he masturbated it while standing on the moon. I think while standing on the moon, he masturbated. That's a conspiracy. I think. (laughs) The conspiracy is one of those conspiracies. A lot of people talk about that. I I don't think anybody's ever masturbated on the moon, but I would like to. You know, now that space travel is privatized, there may be a time in our lifetime when we can go and try and be the first man to masturbate on the moon. That'd be something to shoot for. And I I want uh, listeners to know that Cash and I have started a Kickstarter.com Kickstarter. Trying to get the money to get Cash and I to be the first men to masturbate on the moon. Yeah, if you see a uh, 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 ejaculate colored trash can... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just uh, that's just uh, for awareness. How do you know that that's not just an off-white? That's a cream. <laughs> trying to be very. It's funny we're talking about this. I was trying to be very tactful here at the end. <laughs> it's like an ejaculate covered, uh, an off-white trash can. That's a awareness for our ki- Kickstarter campaign. And we really want this Kickstarter campaign to kick off well. So let's kick off this Kickstarter campaign to get Cash and I be the first men to masturbate on the moon. That's our goal. <laughs> if that's not alliteration, I don't know what is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Cash Again with TJ Miller. Cash, thanks for having me. Hey, I'm man, glad I could you drop saved in. me. I was really, I don't know if really? you saw. No, I, I didn't really hear. I, I, we, when I came in, I just walked in. It was so amazing. It was like just to see you. Um, I will never, ever play the Hitler card with you. Thank you so much. You're such a good friend. What do you say we go get a couple of vegetarian 7-Eleven burritos <laughs> on you? Let's do it, buddy. And then we'll take it over to Chipotle just to piss them for off. For the after party. Now leaving Nerdist.com.